This is a Hope 103.2 podcast. Thank you and good morning. Welcome. This is Chris Witz and Morning Devotions. I guess almost everybody knows the name Thomas Edison, one of the most famous inventors of all time. Thomas Edison, as a, a kid, was very inquisitive by nature. And of course, he invented the electric light bulb, the, the phonograph, the motion picture camera, plus many more things. But there's something rather interesting about him that I didn't know until recently. He had a laboratory that was destroyed by fire in December 1914. The damage was quite extensive. It exceeded $2 million, which was a lot of money in those days. And the buildings were actually only insured for $238,000 because they were made of concrete and nobody thought a fire would destroy the building. Well, sadly, most of Edison's life's work went up in these spectacular flames one night in December. And Edison's son, his name was Charles, rushed to the fire that night searching frantically for his father among the the smoke and the debris. He found his father. His father was okay, just standing not far away, just watching this unfolding drama. Now, remember, Thomas Edison was 67 at that stage. His son, of course, was very distressed about what had happened. All that work had gone up in flames. And what was going to happen next? So Thomas asked his son to find their mother. Bring her here, he said. She'll never see anything like this again as long as she lives. The next morning, the great man, the inventor, looked at the ruins and said something quite remarkable to his wife. There is great value in disaster. All our mistakes are burned up. Thank God we can start anew. Remarkably, three weeks after the fire, he managed to deliver his first working phonograph, and the rest, as they say, was was history. Now, I think that story, the true story, is quite remarkable. Now, there's no evidence that I can see that Thomas Edison was a particularly religious man, but in that moment, on that December night, a moment of tragedy and disappointment, it seemed as if he had a real profound moment of insight. Let me repeat what he said. There is great value in disaster. All our mistakes are burned up. I wonder if you could think about that. Many people wouldn't agree with him. And I'm talking about the mistakes bit of what he said. The things that we've done in the past that we regret. Now, of course, Thomas Edison did make many inventing mistakes, of course. But he is remembered, of course, for the the great things that he did right and the remarkable uh, life-changing inventions. Wouldn't it be good if our mistakes could all be taken away or burned up in a big fire, never to be remembered? But let's be real about this. Mistakes are going to happen. That's life. I wish there was some wonderful place called the land of beginning again, where all our mistakes and all our heartaches and all our selfish griefs could be cast like a shabby old coat at the door and never be put on again. I wonder if you've heard that little saying. So what do you do when you're faced with a mistake, sometimes a, a really serious mistake, a mistake that you've you've done, a mistake you've made, or an error, or a mess, you know, that you've created with your own two hands? So what do you do? Do you get angry, frustrated? Do you beat yourself up? Or do you try to get on with a solution? How we approach our own mistakes, I think, determines not only success in our own lives, But I think to some degree, it determines how happy we're going to be because we all make mistakes. I mean, we know that rationally. And when others make mistakes, uh, we can easily share the truth. Yeah, look, look, he made a mistake. It's okay for me. And we usually accept their apologies if they're honest about it. They make a mistake. Yes, look, I'm sorry. And we would naturally forgive them after all. 
to err is human, but when we're confronted with our own mistakes, it suddenly becomes a lot harder to accept our own fallibility. Now, tomorrow, this is a big topic, tomorrow I want to take this a little bit further. Heavenly Father, I know that everyone makes mistakes. People get tired, they feel stressed, they lack the energy to keep going. But things can look glum and hopeless. I pray, Lord, that you'll come to them with your strength, with your refreshment. And I know it's possible, Lord, because I pray it in the name of Jesus. Amen. This is a Hope 103.2 production. Thanks for listening. The God of the Bible is a talking God. All throughout Scripture, God is seen talking to people, first the prophets, then most fully in Jesus, and today through His Holy Spirit. When we choose to follow Jesus, the Spirit speaks to remind us of all that Jesus established and then apply it to our lives. So how does the Spirit speak? How do we know it's God? And what happens afterwards? I'm Tanya Harris of God Conversations. Join me as I explore what the Spirit is saying to us today. Everyday God Conversations will encourage you each week to learn from the God Conversations of Scripture, the ultimate God Conversation in Jesus, and how to hear the Holy Spirit for yourself. Subscribe to God Conversations at hopepodcast.com.au or wherever you get your podcasts. And remember, it was never meant to be a one-way conversation.